Hello. A quick reminder if you'd like to buy me a coffee for my next recording trip, you can support the podcast by visiting the website whereareyougoing.co.uk and a massive thank you to those who already have. It's really appreciated. This episode was recorded in Bradford on a nondescript day in January. I was tempted away from the high street and found myself wandering down some side streets in the city centre. Hello. How are you? Fine. Can I stop you for a sec? You look so cheerful. Where are you going? I'm going to the bank. Oh. To put money in or take money out? Because that might decide if you're cheerful or not. Well, I need a new account. Oh. My my bank's closed. So I'm going to close my account with them just to show them who's in charge <laughs> and open an account with another bank right that's all I've just been to the market I've got some good gear pound bananas pound for strawberries. Uh, strawberries pound for strawberries in January out of season Egyptian so they're the cheapest chips in the market so I'll go there for it quid for a punnet yeah uh, my wife's in hospital so I'm giving her a treat oh what is she in for uh, I don't know to be honest <laughs> She's had an operation on her back which hasn't quite gone right, so she's flat on her back, um, poorly. So, I'm going to try and cheer her up. How long have you been married, you guys? 30 odd years. <laughs> Do you remember? Do you remember? Round the horn. No. Oh, you're too young. I'm 40. Six. Oh dear, well I'm only 26. I know, it's amazing this, isn't it? <laughs> well, Round around. the Horn was, was very popular on a Sunday afternoon, two o'clock, Sunday afternoon, on Radio 4. No, it wasn't. Light programme. That's before your time, that's Radio 2 to you. And, uh, I like the education I'm getting, it's good. <laughs> anyway, yeah, the, this last, uh, this fella, <laughs> rambling Sid Rumbold... <laughs> who was a character in this comedy sketch. Uh, <laughs> How long have you been? <laughs> Thank you very much. I hope she enjoys the strawberries. You're a kind husband. Bye-bye. I was just wondering where you're going this morning. I'll tell you where I'm going this morning. I'm going to see my mother in hospital. Oh. She's been in three months. Uh, so I think nice. I'm like a full-time carer, so... What's up with your mum? She's had a nip replacement. Oh. Three months, though? She might be coming out in a couple of weeks. I've just seen the social worker yesterday, so... I'm going to have to get stuff adapted for a flat, though. You don't live with her? Mm. You do? Yeah. Yep. So I'm a full-time carer. What's that like? Hard. Well, they're putting six weeks free care in place for her when she gets home to help me. But, you know, they're going to be in and out four times a day. So it's not easy. It's a long day around those four visits. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's the nighttime one I'm not keen on. I mean, you know, I mean, intruding at eight, nine at night when you want to go to bed. But nurse hospital says, well, take it, because if you don't and then you want it, you might not be able to get it. So it's part of the package. Getting an hospital bed as well. 
one that can sort of go up and go down. Yeah, so they're bringing one of them in, which is good, because you've uh, got handrails at the side, so it's not fall out and stuff. And we're 35 now, so just see how it goes. How did you end up being her carer, if you don't mind me asking? Well, she's suffering from low blood pressure. Now, I had my own property up road. I needed to come down and see she was all right in the morning. She's always been fit and healthy. She developed low blood pressure and she's had a few falls. Because um, when she sits down, it's normal. When she stands up, it can drop. And it can drop dangerously and she can pass out. And she cracked her head on the bathroom while she had to go to hospital. So I started living with her then. Shopping, watching out for her, but it was all right. I could still pop home and stuff now and then. But since she had the fall at home when she had a hip operation, I have to just be with her all the time. So I put in for a full-time carer, give up my job. Uh, and that's the way it goes. That's just old age, unfortunately. Yeah. You know, these things happen, but you got to look after your family. I'm the only one, unfortunately. It's hard for me, but... You're the only child? Yeah. So it's hard for me, but... So who do you talk to about it? I mean, you're talking to me now, which is lovely, but who do you talk to? Nobody, really. I haven't really had nobody to talk to except for uh, nurses in hospital, but I don't really like a lot of where she's been treated because with a finding on mobility hard and stuff, you know, they're having to wash her in bed. And she finds it disrespectful because a lot of them are young nurses and they're having to roll her around and she's very frail and it hurts her sometimes oh. cleaning her. You know, and she screams and shouts out like, but some do, some don't. And my mother feels everything, she's very aware of everything. And uh, she don't like it. Who would? Oh, would, I mean, you know, I mean, it's not nice, you know. She's got thin skin, you see, so she feels everything. It's, hard. Yeah. it's a big forklift. And, and a, big, a, big, a big downside of it is the boredom. The absolute boredom. Your boredom? No, her boredom in hospital, oh. in ward. There's some side wards, I've got tellies on the wall. This ward, I've got a telly. It's an elderly ward. There's no TV, there's nobody to talk to. She's suffering from confusion a lot of the time because of the... Uh, there's not to keep her focused. That's why I've said for weeks it'll be better if she's at home with me. She can watch telly, she can read, she can focus. She can have some... They haven't even got a window to look out of. There's no fresh air. They aren't taking them out anywhere in grounds. It's, it's awful. Yeah. You know, fresh air's a big thing for an old person. It's bad for a young person, but... Well, to see the sky. Exactly. I mean, it's a bad time of year, but we can wrap them up in blankets and get them on a wheelchair and yeah. get them near a window or something, but bloody hell. I mean, it's warm in there, not cold, but lack of things to do, uh, you know. Do you worry about her then when she's in there? Yeah, well, I mean, I go see her every single day, and it's a lot of travelling as well, it's hard. I haven't got a car, I'm going to get buses in. Buses at tea time, it's awful. But, um, you know, it gives her a little bit of hope seeing me every day, yeah. you know what I mean? That's all she's got to look forward to. There's nobody else to really talk to, except nurses. But, you know, she stopped, she stopped reading weeks ago. She can't focus, she can't concentrate on reading. And then they get confused, you see. She starts thinking of her past and her family, and it's not nice. But you're thinking a lot about her. I'm thinking quite a lot about you. You've given up your job and your house, and now... Yeah, well, that's what social worker was saying, you know, because... Uh, she said, how are you going to manage, you know, like it can be stressful and stuff. And... It has been playing on my mind. It has been all right up to her going in hospital, but I'm a bit worried about what it's going to be like when she gets out of hospital, how hard it's going to be. We're going to have six weeks free care, but 
you know, I'm going to have to really be there all the time and it's going to be hard. How has your life changed then since this fall? Well, I mean... You gave up your job? Yeah, gave up my job. Uh, what did you do? Uh, order picking, packing, multitasking really, did a number of jobs there, forklift driving and stuff, but... Yeah, it's, you see, I can't get out and meet friends much now, you know. Maybe once every few weeks for an hour or two, not with a spoon, just to catch up. That's it. But I'm not even going to be able to do that now. <laughs> you know, so I don't know. Do you think people talk about this enough, this reality with older people who need our love and care and where the responsibility falls? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I don't think they get... Unless you're in private care, I don't think they get well trained NHS. I mean, they do the best. I mean, it's taken weight off me for a bit. She's got a bed and she's got food. But you see, that's another thing I'm having to... They don't wash the clothes for them. I'm having to do a washing, take a clean washing up every day. On the bus? Yeah. And uh, I'm having to take a little bits of food every now and again because she's always been healthy as well. She doesn't eat red meat and stuff. And some of the meals out there aren't right good. Until it's big frozen, it's ready meals. So I take her sandwiches, what she likes and stuff. But that's what she's got to do. She's got to keep eating, you see. She's very frail. She, the only way her blood pressure is going to get better is she drinks more liquids and eats more. But it's hard telling her to drink more. And you can't be there all day long. No. Oh. Tell me about your mum before she was poorly and before she was in hospital. When you were younger and she was younger, what kind of woman was she? She was great. We've always had a close relationship, me and my mother, because my father left me when I was a little toddler. So it's just always been me and my mother, really. And she's, uh, she's, 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 she's I mean, She's always been a good-looking woman, especially when she was younger. And even now, nurses said she's still attractive because she's 85, she looks 65. Oh. Really, honestly. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, she was great when we were young. She used to take me out all the time. Uh, because, I mean, my grandma lived with us when I was younger, before she died. But, um, yeah, it was just mainly me and my mother. And she gave up a lot to look after me and cared for me. Uh, she used to go to Bradford Moor Park playing tennis. I dragged her up there. <laughs> yeah, and she hated it. <laughs> But she but, went. But she went, yeah. You know, we used to have fun going around town all the time. It's nice thinking of memories, you know, when town used to be good in 70s and 80s. Is it not good now? Yeah, Bradford's not nice, like. Especially down near Broadway. I mean, you can't walk you can't walk nowhere without somebody stopping you for change, you know, money. And uh, There were even one outside hospital last week begging for change. I mean, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's not nice for people because it's intimidating. You know, you just want to get on with your life. You know, you don't realise what people have got going on. I think everybody's got money to give away, you know. But anyway, I am rather pushed for time. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm just going to have a quick look in here before I pop in the bus. Oh, God bless you. What a lovely son you are. <laughs> That's what I keep saying. I do my best. But, uh, it sounds like you're doing a really, really good job. Yeah, seeing as it's just me. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I hope you find something nice in Oxford. Yeah, well, I, I hope you get something else nice to talk to. I will. Appreciate your time, you too. God bless you. Bye bye. You just never know. Thanks for listening and supporting Where Are You Going? It means a lot. My name's Catherine Carr, and the team at Loftus Media produce these episodes. <laughs>